passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces. You know what it is. An Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Natalie. Um, We always have the vibes here, so you know what it is. But it's extra. Like, it's it's beyond a 10 vibes today. You want to know why? Because we have a world-renowned media member with us today. (laughs) That's what we have with us today. A world-renowned media member. And he goes by the name of Justin Grant. The handle is the package JG on Twitter. And um, yeah, I mean, this man was uh, just chilling and hanging out today with some of the other NBA media greats. Mark Spears, David Aldridge. I'm hearing streets saying, just chilling, asking questions being around players so you know um i'm honored to have you with us today justin yeah right it's, really, it's an honor you've thank already you. done you've already done this plus more thank you so. thank you for blessing our humble show it's appreciated <laughs> yeah it's it's an honor to be here it's it's just i'm excited <laughs> <laughs> So what was it like? Talk to us. We got to get into the game, but talk to us. What was your first media experience like covering the game? It was cool. Um, Definitely a little nervous, just um, not necessarily knowing how the things go. Um, Walked in and immediately just saw people working on stories. A bunch of people, some people I recognize, like, like you just said, I saw Slater talking to David Aldridge, when I first walked in there, that was pretty cool. I was trying not to like stare yeah. at DA, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's a, he's a legend in this game, and he's from the, he's from the area too. So um, it's pretty cool to see him. And then um, I enjoyed the game normally, like a as a fan, I already purchased tickets before the, you know, before they even played the first game of the season. As soon as the schedule dropped, I purchased tickets. So I um, sat in no seats. Definitely had the opportunity to just go around to the media press box and to the other um, media seats that they had prepared for us there. So decided to sit in the seats that I uh, purchased and had a good experience there, um, right behind their bench, pretty much. So I got to see a lot of tunnel action, guys warming up, and some of the stuff they were saying on the bench. And where so I watched the warm up area. Do you know, like where it, it was in the arena? It was 100 levels, so still still pretty close, and it was on the opposite side of their bench. So okay. I just I was like, yeah, I'm going to definitely sit to where I sit in the seats that I bought. Um, saw some celebrities there, more celebrities than I expected to see. Um, E40 traveled, and he was there. Yeah. J Cole was there randomly. Um, J Cole was there hanging out with Bob Myers for some reason. So <laughs> that was pretty pretty cool to see. Yeah, I think and we then, saw some uh, pictures that you posted. 
Yeah, I tried to get a picture of them facing my my phone, but they weren't looking into the crowd, so couldn't get that. But um, yeah, afterwards went to the media room and sat in on Kerr, Draymond, and, and Steph's uh, post game pressers, and that was really cool. I was, you know, pretty much right in front of those guys. Actually, while Draymond was going, Steph was like sitting at the same table that I was right behind me. I didn't notice until he got up to into do his um, interview. So. <laughs> that was a pretty cool moment right there. Um, but overall, just a great experience. Definitely met some people that I'm going to keep in contact with. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can do more of this. Really fun. We official, baby. Golden Spaces. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You making moves over here, son. <laughs> All right. I'm happy for you, Justin. Thank you. I'm happy Thank you. for you. Back to the business at hand. Back to the business at hand. And I mean, it, the game itself was obviously a very enjoyable. I thing knew it was going to be a good game. I just knew it. I'm like, it's Justin's first media game. Steph don't doesn't respect the Wizards. You know, I just knew it. I don't <laughs> respect the Wizards. I mean, does he respect the Wizards? Uh, I mean, I don't know whether he does or not, but um, I was watching him warm up in the pregame, and shot was looking good, and Jordan's shot was looking good. Like, the last last year when I watched the game, Jordan was shooting in pregame, and he was not hitting shots, and then they played, and he did not hit shots. <laughs> um, but today, both of them in the pregame, in their, in their warm-ups, they were barely even hitting the rim. So I was like, got a feeling that both of them are going to be you know, having a good games, and is that is that's exactly what happened. So. Yeah, I mean, according to Dub's Twitter, Jordan only likes to play in games that he starts. So, um, you know, no surprise that that he showed up tonight, right? <laughs> uh, Twitter is very very harsh on uh, a young Jordan Poole. Yeah. I even saw Marcus Thompson calling it out tonight. Like some of y'all really don't like Jordan Poole. It's really bizarre. It is. It is really bizarre. Um, <laughs> the moment he signed that extension, people were like, yeah. you're not perfect. It is. We are on your head. <laughs> Bro, they're like putting Anthony fucking Lamb in conversations with Jordan Poole. And I'm like, they're like, He's not a worse defender than Jordan Poole. One, I don't agree with that. And two, um, Jordan Poole does much more for this team than Anthony Lamb. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's not even a conversation. What What are we doing here? It's not, yeah, it's not even a conversation. Anthony Lamb somehow managed to be plus 36. I think that was mostly because he, his minutes were attached to two super hot players the whole time precisely uh, so but you know the plus minus rupees and i'm not the even, lamb lovers <laughs> the lamb lovers the listen i said oh lord i thought the last game they were going to be out in full force they are even crazier today and then you know how many people i blocked today i don't know why they keep trying me how many times do i have to tell y'all Someone even tried to report me, yo. Like they tagged Raymond Ritter. Like what? Like what are we doing? What? Yeah, she's not Raymond objective. Not objective. Okay, first of all, let's be clear about something. I'm not a journalist. I don't know how many times I got to tell people that. I'm not a journalist. Right. <laughs> I'm a podcaster who is a Warriors fan, and I'm a commentator. Even when I go on TV. I'm a commentator. So, yes, I'm a member of the media. That's correct. I'm not a journalist. I took no such fucking oath to be objective. I'm also <laughs> a trained lawyer, a lawyer who has practiced law. And when I practice law, I'm objective because that's what I'm being paid to do. I am being paid to be a commentator and a producer <laughs> and to put out a sports podcast. That's a fan podcast. So if you're unclear about what it is that I do, I am not a journalist. That's actually a very specific thing. 
has a definition. Mm -hmm. And though I was a communications and theater major in college, and though I took journalism courses, I am not a journalist, okay? That is not my job. That's not what I'm hired to do. I'm not a beat writer. I cover the Warriors from a fan perspective. And I comment on the NBA and the Warriors because I'm a fan. And a personality. So I'm sorry <laughs> that you don't like my lack of objectivity. And I don't know. First of all, I just think it's corny as hell regardless of like whatever you're trying to accomplish. Like when people try to like get people in trouble, it's like corny. Like, what are you doing? Right. Right. That's, I mean, you get taught that as a kid, snitches, snitches, quote unquote, get stitches or whatever. But like, it's just, it's just always been lame um, and just screams like you're miserable. And, and, and you know what? It's different to me than like, there was a media member I remember some years ago who, was like, he would never vote Draymond for like defensive player of the year, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like, yo, NBA, you got to do better. I did do that. But he has voting power. I don't vote on awards. I can't harm Anthony Lamb. <laughs> There's nothing I can do to him. I just express my opinion. Yeah. I don't have like some substantial platform. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? And what would, what would Raymond... Ritter be able to do <laughs> in this in this in this instance i'm not really sure uh i, I guess prevent really, me from really coming cool in to be at warriors games i guess like i don't know what is the goal of this yeah. tweet but that obviously I mean, that would be pretty extreme <laughs> i'm sure that other people have said far worse than me about warriors players right with much larger platforms exactly so, so anyway, I thought it was amusing, but here we are. Um, so yeah, this was a, a good game. I think we should actually break right here. I know we didn't start with the game. That's what we typically do. But you know what? I wanted to celebrate Justin and we want to have a little vibes in the beginning. So that's what we did. I hope, <laughs> I hope that you guys were amused and entertained by that. We are going to actually talk some basketball, but why don't we break here? Because I think it's a good point to break before starting to get into the game. And then, like, that's going to take us time. And then this will be a super long first segment. So we're going to break. If you're on Twitter, give a shout out to Justin. He deserves it. I'm so proud of him. I really am. <laughs> give him a shout out. First media day. First media, you know, game. Um, and we'll be right back. You're tuned in to Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. But Justin and that media member, Justin and that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. For all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Ah, it's Golden Spaces. We are back. Vibe check, Justin. Vibe check. 10 out of 10. 
You already know. You, 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 you. <laughs> For maybe some new people who are new to the show, Justin and I are both Jamaicans. Jamaicans as in our families are Jamaican. Or like, is it your mother who's Jamaican, Justin? My father. Your father. And then like, so, I mean, you know, I don't want to just take away like his other half. He's one of his parents is Jamaican. Both of my parents are Jamaican, but nonetheless, right? So Jamaicans oftentimes, like if you've been to like our parties and stuff, we do that. We like, <laughs> you know, we hit the table yeah. and we make up noise and carry on. So when you see me doing that sometimes, that's just my culture coming out of me, okay? Um, if I had a lighter, I'd light it to him and be like, lighter, lighter, you know, but I can't do that right now. So <laughs> you're going to get me banging on the table a little bit. Hopefully it's not a messing up um, the recording too much. I don't want Greg, our dope producer, to be like, Natalie, please, enough with the sounds, you know? So I'm going to chill. But yeah, we hype. We hype over here. So let's get into this game. I knew they was going to win. I'm a fucking prophet sometimes, yo, because... <laughs> <laughs> Whenever these people get way crazy, I saw mad the Warriors are losing. I hope y'all know that. <laughs> like, and then people gonna tell you that they was trying to jinx shit, but nah, yo, they was being negative as fuck. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, but with someone who I know is not like a total douche, and was just like, oh, what did what did he say? He said, um. He said, Brad Bill is out tonight. So Warriors are going to lose by like 13 or something like that. And I said, eh, 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 ah, ah. <laughs> I said, not tonight. I said, we rebuke, rebuke that energy. <laughs> I actually said that. We rebuke that energy. Warriors are winning and it will be a Steph masterclass. I like that to be known that I said it before the game. Like Justin, I had tickets to this game. Like Justin, I was also supposed to be there covering the game. I did not make it for reasons that's none of y'all business, but I did not make it. And um, I like I was going with someone so they could have still gone to the game. Um, and I was prepared to just give my ticket away. But um, my friend, ultimately, she couldn't make it. She was not feeling giving our tickets away. So. Um, she tasked me with selling them, which was like not an easy task, but we were able to sell them. So I wasn't there, but the person who I sold the tickets to, let me bring it full circle. Cause you're like, why the fuck is Nat telling us this story? Um, who bought the tickets when he bought the tickets? I said, he said, I don't know what he said. And I said, don't worry. They went in tonight. He's like, yeah, if they cannot turn the ball over. I said, Steph masterclass is coming. They're winning. Go enjoy the game. So he hit me after like, Oh my God, you know, you're right. <laughs> course I was right listen to me I know what I'm talking about okay so there you go I, I called the Christmas game too I be knowing mm-hmm. I be knowing I knew they were gonna win this because Steph doesn't respect the Wizards like I said at the beginning of the game so Justin <laughs> you were there you were in person what was it like in the building talk to us it was pretty much a Warriors home game in the building. <laughs> I heard a lot of cheers. <laughs> stuff, <yo>. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. It got to the point where the Wizards players were at the free throw line and it was like booze, like like the crowd was trying to get them to miss. I know. Then, I would hear like when Steph or whoever we made a shot, they'd be like, whoo. And then like, oh, and sh- I'm like, yeah. yo, this is wild. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, everybody in my section was pretty much a Warriors fan. You can You can count on your hands how many people were actually rooting for the Wizards. Um, like Steph got MVP chance. Um, everybody's on and on at his moves. Everybody's on and on at Jordan's moves. Like I said, they're trying to get Kuzma to miss his free throws at the free throw line in a, in the second half of a close game. Um, ridiculous stuff. So many white, blue, and, and gold jerseys in the crowd that you can just noticeably see. Um, not usually the the Wizards type of feel to it um you know i've been to plenty of wizards games and usually it's more of a home home crowd whoever comes in there um i haven't been to a wizards versus lakers game maybe it's a little different then but it was definitely a warriors home game and um yeah steph just put on a show uh i saw like i said in his warm-ups he was he was killing i mean he was hitting a bunch of shots not even hitting the rim same thing with jordan so they had it going early 
and you know Jordan kind of held his own in the first half like for the full half Steph had it going in the first quarter and then they both was great they both were great in the second half and Draymond started to pick up the scoring load as well in the fourth quarter uh playing off that defense that they were just pretty much throwing at Steph and that's how they that's how they got to win um with guys out and with Wiggins still working his way back yeah I mean Draymond was um pretty impressive um in that fourth quarter you know um I saw on TV them saying he was the difference maker um when I say on TV like right after the game you know Bonte Bonte Hill Bonte mm-hmm. Hill and the show that he does with Festus it's funny enough Steph got one Festus like yo I need your energy to be better we just won I was like see even Steph wants the vibes he don't care what opponent <laughs> is against even he wants the vibes even he wants the vibes so after that Festus vibes came up though but anyway um so you know they were saying like Draymond was a difference maker and I I I was like do I agree with that I mean I thought like Dre was incredible in the fourth and I think what he needed was the fourth but it was so hard to say, but I guess he was. I mean, like, Steph really came in. He closed it. He did what he had to do. Jordan was spectacular. I mean, it, they were the three people tonight, though, I think. Like, with like they were the main guys for this game. People are going to tell me about Anthony Lamb. I don't want to hear about him. I, I think those were the three players of the night. Oh, easily. Um, shot making, ridiculous shot making from um, Steph all game. Jordan was just creating so much separation on his shots. Guys couldn't stay in front of him. He was getting to the rim. Um, he got Gaffer with a nasty up and under fake. He got Corey Kispert completely five, six feet off of him with a snatchback crossover and then hit the three. Um, he was just in control the entire game. You can tell. Um, it wasn't like what we've been seeing like the last week or two where he's dribbling a thousand times and can't really create a lot of separation. And so it kind of puts him in trouble. He was decisive with his moves. They were working. So he was pretty much just shooting open all night. And then Draymond, um, he he said himself that he made it a point to kind of get under Porzingis and kind of make him feel a little bit more uncomfortable after he had a, a hot start to the game. I think he did that in the fourth. Porzingis was kind of ineffective for the rest of the game. And then offensively, they people they, the Wizards were throwing multiple bodies at Steph. So he was just taking advantage of the open space and, Porzingis a little bit slower footed. So he was just going straight to the rim, trying to get fouls and open layups and stuff like that. So definitely those three guys completely carried them to this victory um, because the Wizards, like many teams that the Warriors have seen on the road, just were hitting a lot of bullshit. <laughs> but, um, you know, good thing they, they still got it. They pulled it out at the end. Now, at what point do we say, you know, these teams keep shooting well against the Warriors? And we know that every team gives their all against the Warriors. So we know that. But at what point do we also acknowledge, like, part of this is, like, the bad defense as well? Oh, definitely. Um, Just like Draymond said, helping off the strong side corner is just something that they got to stop doing. Um, They're giving up a lot of three. He was talking about Anthony Lamb specifically. People. He was talking about Anthony Lamb specifically helping off the strong side corner. He does that quite a lot. Um, and Porzingis is so think tall. He can do that? I don't know. I think because he sees Draymond do it, and it's like you're not Draymond, bro. That's no. like that's like Ty Jerome going out there and trying to play like he's Steph. You know, it's like it's not going to go well. Me. What did he do at some point tonight? And I was just like, oh, Ty Jerome. I just rolled my eyes. I remember, but he did something that annoyed me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but overall, I think. You know, in this matchup specifically, they gave up some corner threes they shouldn't have. Um, and Porzingis is 7-3, and he shoots above his head. So it was, if he's hitting shots, then it's like you kind of tip your hat to him because it's really hard to affect his shot. So he got a few pick-and-pop ones that went in. Um, and then <laughs> – Our producer, Greg, said he went coast-to-coast coast and missed the layup. That's probably right. That's probably yeah. right. That's probably yeah. when it was. But, yeah, overall – I mean, there was a stretch there with Kuzma – hit like two three bombs in a row and it's like bro you're good but this is not you right he hit a he had a half court heave to end i think either the first or the second quarter um so that's the type of shit i'm talking about it's like teams teams are hitting bs all the time and they started to hit him at home too you know started with that detroit game sadiq bay 
hit the heave. Boyan Bogdanovich, two seconds left on the shot clock, hit that shot. Hamadou Diallo hit three. So it's a little bit of both. They definitely can can clean up the defense, helping off too much and leaving guys open. But um, eventually, I think the shot variance gods are going to be on their sides and, and these teams aren't going to be hitting some of these threes that they're hitting. Mm, yeah, it's been um, frustrating to watch. Um, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Um, damn it. I was going to ask something and I forgot, but um, yeah, you know, um, Dre calling out Lamb the way he did was funny. Um, but what was not funny was him seeming to give Steph lip service when Steph was checking him on it. Like, who does he, th- who does Anthony Lamb think he is? Who does he think he is? The last time we saw somebody doing that, they got a bunch of DMP CDs afterwards. So I'm going to say, it's <laughs> probably not going to happen to Lamb because of the situation the team is in. But I did notice that in real time. And I was like, hmm. Did it look like the way it looked to us on TV is how it looked to like on the court? For sure. It looked like he was being like, bro, like stop talking. Something like that. Like Steph was really getting on him. He wasn't really trying to hear it. I'm like, bro. (laughs) Yeah. And someone on Twitter said like, I mean, is it surprising that he doesn't? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's not surprising. Exactly. Listen, um, I don't know who the fuck he thinks he is. But you're you're wilding. You are wilding. Because the fact that Steph has to get to the point that he's saying something to you, that means you are fucking up greatly. Yeah. They were in the middle of a run. I'm pretty sure he fouled somebody like he always does. And, and Steph um, don't even beat on that. So when he has to say it to you, that means you're fucking up royally. Who yeah. do you think you are? This is why. Media members fucking writing about him. Anthony Lamb and the Warriors. What the fuck? Justin. I almost... <laughs> I, I literally almost had a heart attack on the spot. Anthony Lamb and the Warriors? What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, wild, wild, wild stuff. Um, this is the shit that's getting to his head. Why he thinks he can react to Steph Curry like this? Yeah. I don't know what to say about dude. I'm I'm, I'm tired of talking about dude. I just... They need, they need, like we said, we need, they need somebody in there so he don't have to play. I don't even want to talk about him, but I just can't believe he disrespected the GOAT. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And I'm pretty sure they don't they don't tell their players, hey, help off the strong side corner, because no team does that. That's not basketball. Everybody, since you are in grade school, you know you don't help off the strong side corner because it's an easy kick out. And it's an open three. Um, so the fact that he's still doing it after repeatedly doing it over and over and over, and I'm sure people have told him that. And obviously, it's being drilled into the Warriors' defense to not do that, or else Draymond wouldn't have. Two days said in a row, Kerr brings it up, and then Draymond brings it up. Two games in a row, the coach and the best defensive player of this generation. Yeah. Unbelievable. I need to pray harder. I need to be more specific about my prayers. <laughs> that is why this man is still on the team because I have not been very specific in my prayers. Yeah, he probably he's he's going to be signed, I'm pretty sure. Can sign where? Next next topic. Getting <laughs> signed where? He's probably going to get signed by the Warriors. When? Whenever it's time to fill that 15th roster spot, I'm, no, the Warriors I'm assuming are getting it's getting someone in the buyout market. Oh, I hope so. Or trade, like, no. You you're could not always calling... trade two people and get back only one. You're not calling out a player in the media to then sign him. That's stupid. Two days in a row and your star player is getting on him and you're signing him? We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. I don't say things. I know sometimes people think like with me, um, 
And then they want to come back and be like, you were wrong about something. By the way, I'm really wrong. I'm right like 96% of the time. But I know that people like to like come back and say, okay, I'm joking. People like calm down. But I know people like to be like, oh, like you said it. So like, surely, <laughs> you know why I do that? Because I don't say things that I don't want to happen. Right. And like, your words matter. Like, I don't think people realize that. That's why you never see me joke and like call the words. But like, I know that's people's thing, whatever. I'm not trying to tell people what to do. But I don't say things that I don't want to happen that I like, there's power in words. And I, I really believe that. Right. And so I say the words you're going to win every game because that is what I expect and want to happen. And I get it. It's not my individual right it's not like me speaking for myself i get that but i'm just saying i i it's because i don't ever say things that i don't want to happen for me it just car it carries over to what else i want so i will always say no this isn't happening right up until the point it happens because that's just how i am you know and so nah they're not signing him and like he has bad juju i know it he has bad juju so he needs to go he needs to go. And what are you signing him for? He's going to get playoff rotation minutes. This is a dude you want in our playoff rotation? Oof. Lord, please, no. Helping on the strong side corner. That's what we want. <laughs> so Desmond Bain can, or Dylan Brooks can hit three fluke threes. And yeah, we that, that can't happen. That can't happen. So yeah, so no, Anthony Lamb won't be signed. And I like, in fact, let's try our best never to speak about him again on this podcast. Let's do that. Let's try our best. It would help if they didn't play him, but let's try our best to never speak about him again. Okay. Deal. Anything else about the game? Because I want to get into some of these players. Um, and I think we can do that next segment, but is there anything about the game collectively? Um, nah, nah, we, I mean, other than just going into individual players, nah. Okay. Yeah. There's some interesting things that I want to talk about from the last game and this game between like post game comments, things that happen in the game. There's some funny things, I think. So why don't we break and get into that when we get back? It's Golden Spaces. You're tuned in with Justin and Nat. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. But um, boom, boom. It's Golden Spaces. I know that we have like our own music, but I don't know. I just felt like giving y'all a little something. One day I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rap for y'all. Let y'all hear my bars, but not today, not today. So, doesn't I don't wait. <laughs> anything funny what I'm are you laughing laughing at? that is crazy i it's didn't even crazy. laugh i didn't you even did laugh. laugh no i come on justin don't all i did was like snicker a little bit <laughs> snicker what that's not that a mean, that's not a full laugh though but what what's snicker worthy of what i said nothing <laughs> <laughs> okay Come on, let's go. Let's go. Justin doesn't respect me. It's okay. What? Um. Anyway, this is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. You know, some people become media members and go to games and <laughs> mingle with the elites. And now, you know, oh, they're too good man. for you. This is how it starts. Oh, um. Man. This is how it starts. <laughs> this is how it starts. <laughs> I'm Nat, and this is Justin, a Steam media member. Um. So listen, after the last game, after the last game, Clay did a post game that has got to be one of the most 
hilarious post games I've ever watched in my life. I actually wish I was there for that post game, though. I don't think I want to be the person who was at the receiving end of his questions because he like he clearly was not in the mood for those questions. And most of his answers were like, I don't know. I don't know. And he was being asked questions like, well, why do you think it's been so hard for you guys to like put it together on the road? Da, 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 da. Then he kind of brings up their lack of focus and 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 they're like, well, why do you think there's a lack of focus? I don't know. You know, just everything is, I don't know, I don't know. And I'm kind of paraphrasing, right? And so, like, at some point, the person says, um, well, are you concerned? Are you concerned by, you know, this? And he, like, he almost scoffs at it, like, like the audacity to ask <laughs> that question. <laughs> this interview is so funny and like he's like no there's no concern and then it's like well should you be concerned and he's like you know <laughs> just just he's just done with the interview and so or I think the person's like well why don't you have concern or something like that and he's like I don't know I don't know but we're gonna turn it around I know it in my heart <laughs> I know it in my heart <laughs> He's the one line king. He's the one line king. You see I a video know. of him in the, in the bar in the club? Uh, yes, I tweeted that. Someone else tweeted it, but then I retweeted it because that shit was hilarious. All off Rose. rhythm and stuff. Right, and he it looked like he was in a section by himself too, which is the even funnier part. And he's just in there. Rose Bar is just. He listens to Afrobeats, though. Respect it. I respect that, Clay Thompson. The man said, I know it in my heart. Listen. He knows it. And I said, you know what, Clay? I feel you, too, because I know it in my heart, too. You know? I remember one of your boys, someone who shall not be named on this show, but you know the one I don't like and I have eternal war with, right? And he's just like, these people... These people, they're just like, they're just believing stuff and they don't offer like any analysis or rational, whatever shit he's saying, you know? So he's just like, the fact that they were right is not like, you can't like, basically like can't credit the fact that we're right because our rightness was just belief in Stefan. Yeah. When Clay says, I just know in my heart, when people just have belief in something and he is so appalled by it, I'm not going to say what I want to say, but that's, that, <laughs> okay. Like, but no, but that's what, you know, I, I was like, I don't have time to get deep with the TL. So I didn't do it. But like, this is the difference between people who manifest things and like ours. I'm not even playing, right? Like there's going to be failures that come with your success, but to be, to reach the pinnacle of that kind of success, you have to have the utmost belief in yourself, no matter what the hell is going wrong. No matter what is failing, you have to have that kind of belief. You really do. So I believe Clay when he says, I just know it in my heart, you know? And when everyone else is like, he's delusional, right? I'm sure when the Warriors were down 3-1 versus OKC, people thought, were saying they were delusional for thinking they would come back. But when Steph and Clay and Dre sat at that table to talk on the plane, they believed they could come back. Yeah. If anybody can call it, call a number and deliver on it, it's those guys. They've done it countless times. They literally, they literally just did it last year after being down 2-1 in the finals. And they were all pretty much like, yeah, we're still going to win. Like, I mean, they did Dre that. told C- like CJ. like Right. And Dre, and Dre will tell you that he was also shook. Even while shook, he's like, we still going to win. Like, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. Like, they're going to be ringless. And no, that's it. Well, we got that just is what it that's is. The fucking answer. That's the answer. Pretty much. But yeah, I'm pretty- just saying, it's like, I don't, I wish people could believe in themselves like that. And by the way, I'm not saying that it's easy, but like, that would really honestly stop so much negativity. And like, people could think I'm preaching and lecturing, but it honestly takes so much more energy to be negative than it takes to be positive. Like, it's a scientific fact. Like, you, <laughs> you are, it, it's more on you. So be positive, be hopeful. People think like, it's, it's, it's not worse for you. I promise you, 
you know? And so it's just like, I feel that these guys have shown us enough over the years. I'm going to ride with them. Mm -hmm. Like when Justin sits on here and he says, yeah, I'm going to believe they win until they lose. Like, that's it. I don't give a fuck what the record is, to be honest. I think there are things that they are doing that make it harder for them to reach that goal. And I don't understand that. But do I think that they can still win it all? Yes, absolutely. Same. And not just do I think it, because I'm sorry. I watch games like this, and I'm like, come on, bro. Who's Who in the West? When people was just like, you can't trust the Warriors. And I said, and who in the West do you trust? Who in the West has done it? As a team, no team. As players, mm-hmm. Jess Braun and, and, and um, Kawhi. Because to be clear, I ain't giving Anthony Davis no fucking kudos for no damn right. ring in Orlando. Like, he won. He got the ring. But, like, I haven't seen Anthony Davis do it under normal conditions is what I'm saying. I've seen Braun do it under normal conditions. I've seen Kawhi do it under normal conditions. We know Steph and the Warriors have done it under normal conditions. So, like, why all this faith? You believe Mm -hmm. in Denver? Denver hasn't even been to the finals yet. And the one time they got to the Western Conference finals, it was in the bubble. Yeah. The year everybody had outlier performances. Jamal Curry, as they called him. Jamal Curry. You know what I'm saying? Like, you believe in the Grizzlies that struggled to beat the Timberwolves and couldn't (laughs) even take us to seven? That's who we believe in? Do we think the Pels are going to get there and run run the table and go all the way through their first time around? Right. The Kings, who haven't even seen postseason since Right. The Kings are going to be happy to just make the playoffs. Like, who Mm -hmm. who is it that you guys have the utmost faith in that you doubt these proven guys? I would also like to know. (laughs) I mean, I I think people are, I think a lot of people are just kind of looking more towards the East and saying, like, if Boston comes back and they're better than they were last year, um, it'll be a tougher matchup if we don't fill in some holes and especially if they see Milwaukee um, just the size that Milwaukee has people will want to see a little bit more front court help. And I think, I mean, in general, we all want to see more front court help, but in the West you're, you, you are correct. Like no one in the West is scary. No one in the West. But they talk has about this playing there. team, playing team, same as 2021. So like, fine, but who are you worried about in the West? I mean, not fine. Cause that's not true, but like, who are you worried about in the West? I'm yeah. sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted you. I just no, you're good. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing really more to say. Like they lost, they lace them up for five, six, seven games with anybody in the Western Conference. Then I like their chances a lot. <laughs> and by um, the way, let me let me apply some basketball rationale to this. So this is not just belief and faith in 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 Steph, although. A lot of it is because he's that fucking great. He's that fucking great. But there's other reasons why if they get to the postseason healthy, why you should have confidence. Because there's a pattern in the games that Clay plays well in. There's a pattern in when they have more time off in between games and the ability to recovery. And you know what that when that happens? In the postseason. Yep. They're not playing back-to-backs. They have more time to recover. You know, the only thing that would be concerning is the road record because they haven't been winning on the road, right? So, which is why you'd want home court. But I still don't believe that these guys have forgotten how to win a game on the road, right? And so there's reasons why the conditions will actually be more conducive to them winning. For sure. And then they get the game plan. And there hasn't been a team in the NBA that is better at that than the Warriors have been um, over the course of this run, especially last year. I think they went into every every single um, series with a great game plan and executed it well, and the other team really just didn't have a counter to it. Um, Boston, they – and the, the crazy thing about the finals, they really should have beat Boston in, like, five games. I'm Like, they should have won game one. They had that game one. Game two, they spanked them. 
game three was kind of like a Draymond, you know, disaster class for lack of a better term. Game four, they had to grind it out. But really, in game three, they I want to say they took the lead going into the fourth quarter as well. And then they just kind of like they had a few turnovers early and lost that game. But game four, they they grinded it out. And then game five, they spanked them. Game six, they spanked them. So it really was like the two games in Boston were close. They, they, they you know, squandered a game away at home in game one. Other than that, they were just pretty much dominating uh, Boston. So don't believe in any other team's game plan going into a series more than the Warriors. Don't believe in any other team's best player more than Stephen Curry. Don't believe in any other number two or number three more than Draymond and Clay. Um First of all, especially in big moments, like arguably Giannis, Katie, perhaps. Like, I'm sorry, I'm still not even giving Joker that yet because he hasn't gotten there yet, and he's an incredible player. But it's just like most teams don't even have a guy who's the caliber of Steph. So, like in most series, Steph is going to be the best player on the court. Yeah, like indisputed best player. For sure. Like that, and that gives you a significant advantage um, in every any playoff series that you see. Not only talent wise, ability wise, but experience, poise, IQ, knowing the moment, all that type of stuff is in the Warriors' favor. So, and they've seen everything. They've seen everything. There's right. nothing a team is going to throw at them that they haven't seen and experienced. Exactly. Exactly. They just got to have the pieces. Right. They got they got most of them. I would say they literally have eight playoff rotation guys already on the roster. It would just be nice to have either a ninth or someone that can potentially, depending on matchups, step in as a seventh or eighth player that they can use. You know, what I mean, like so some matchups won't be. What do you consider Andre Iguodala right now? Because he's going to be in the playoff rotation. But when I talk about their rotation, I right now say one through eight and Kaminga's like the eighth person. So. Yeah. I would like and to when see I say Andre. they need a ninth guy, I'm saying that knowing Andre's there and I'm not counting him as the ninth guy. So mm-hmm. really, if we're saying they need a ninth guy and Andre's going to be in the rotation, that, that would be like 10 deep. Right, right. Andre got to show me that he can play for a week straight without getting hurt first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they kind of asked him to take on a large role when he did play these last two games. Yeah, Third Steve Kerr saying he's playing, he's playing like a big, like he should not be doing that. Right, and immediately he got sent right back to the IR. So, um, yeah, I think he's a little bit too old to be relied upon. But if he is healthy enough to play for a a full playoff series without having to miss significant time, then I would definitely consider him in the playoff rotation because he's shown that he's he's still smart. He can still defend. His arms are still long. He still knows how to play with Draymond, Clay, and Steph. Um, so he can be relied upon in the playoff series, especially against like a first or second round opponent. Um, and maybe it's just a matter of keeping him healthy enough. Cause I think if you hold him out the whole time, that's not good either. Cause it takes him a little time, but maybe it's mm-hmm. a matter of like really not putting a lot on him, but keeping him like a few minutes yeah. each game playing so that when you need to ask him to take a heavier toll, he's just doing it in the postseason, not during the regular season. Yeah. I would hope that that's their plan for him going going uh, down the rest of the season. But, again, so many guys are out in the front court. Their, their, their hand is being forced in the opposite direction. So, hopefully they can get, like we said, bring somebody in, a person that can potentially crack that playoff rotation as well. And, um, yeah, it'll be a win-win because they would be able to rest Andre the necessary amount, also play him the necessary amount. We'll have um, – he who should not be named out of the rotation and uh, they'll have a player that they can rely on in the playoffs, you know, in the front court. Okay. So I don't really want to, I only want to talk about one more person's post game comments. Steph was amazing. He was incredible. Um, And he wasn't even his most efficient Steph. So like, just that's why he had, he didn't get a 50 ball tonight. Like when he's Mm -hmm. efficient Steph, that's easily 50. So, yeah, Steph is almost there. He's almost back. I wouldn't even say he's back, back. Yeah, you can see it in his face. He missed a few easy ones um, or shots that he feels are easy. You can see it in his face like, God damn, like, I'm going to get him like next time or like. And by the way, he does that in practice. Right. He wants to make every single shot and he feels like he can make every single shot. 
I watched him in practice and he was like pissed. That's why I'm telling people when they tell me, oh, they don't care. I said, think of something else to say, but them not caring <laughs> is not it. I can tell you that. Not the way you, when you watch him in practice and see what's happening, there's no way you're going to ever convince me that he doesn't care. Right. Um, I, I think an Andrew Wiggins game is coming up. I think an Andrew Wiggins game is coming up. Yeah, I was. I I got a feeling too. He's um, I mean, he's. I guess he's he's chipping away at it, trying to get back into the rhythm and stuff. What better game to do it than against Boston? I don't want to put that pressure on him to say, "Hey, you got to go out there and play like it's the finals again against Boston." But he missed the first game against Boston, and um, the Warriors still won. Um, so maybe this is the type of game that can kind of get him riled, like fired up to go out there and really perform. Yeah, yeah. Wiggs is coming, and there's some silly people talking about trade him and all this bullshit. They got blocked by me. But um, he's coming. He's coming. I feel it. Um, His mini looked pretty good today. Yeah, it did. It did. It's the three right now that's not there, and then just some of the aggressiveness in general. Mm -hmm. Um, With Poole, I said to people, remember this shit he's doing when y'all talking about trading him and all of this bullshit. Yeah, when people trading anybody from the found from the quote unquote foundational six is just an automatic like I'm gonna ignore you. Like, what are we really talking about here? Like, you know, what I mean, these guys are you have Steph, who's a, obviously a megastar, and then you got four guys who are at their best all star caliber players after that, and then you got Loon, who was an all star in his role, right? So none of them are getting traded. None of them should be traded. Obviously, a lot of money is being put into those players because they are worth the money. You know what I mean? We worth can debate. It. Stop can talking deba- about that man's contract. He's worth it. Right. We can debate whether or not, like, Clay is $40 million Clay today, but, you know, it is what it is. You pay players to keep, you play to keep your players. Obviously, you know, in the, in, like, he you had can't. injuries too. Yeah. So, you like, get off, all their, get off all of their, you know what? And let's focus on things, more things that matter, you know, better, like, like getting them some help pretty much, you know? Um, so I know the great Michael Jordan, who, by the way, just in case anyone's clear, because he is the goat in my opinion. And I called Steph the goat. So I don't want people to be like, huh? Natalie thinks Steph is the goat. No, I don't think he's the greatest of all time. I think he is. He's my goat. He's my goat. But I don't think he's the goat. But I do think Steph is is coming and he's going to be finishing a lot higher than people think and no less than five, but he's going to be higher than that. That's all I'm saying. That said, um, we know that the great Michael Jordan stories have been told about him, how he used the tiniest of things like to like as an edge to be like, oh, yeah, you know, he disrespected Mm -hmm. me or this, whatever. It's like I took that personally. Right. So. Draymond tonight says a particular fan got not just him but the whole team sort of riled up and on some level it's kind of funny but then on some level and I saw people asking this and I think it's a fair question are you concerned that they need this to get them riled up we remember some years ago when Steve Kerr had to let them coach against the Suns (laughs) do you remember that wild disrespectful That's why Suns. That's why Suns Twitter and like Suns fans hate, really, really hate the Warriors because of that that specific game. <laughs> Super disrespectful. And I'm pretty sure they won. Like, they won easily too. <laughs> it makes all the memes. It makes all the memes way funnier when people are just like, "Yo, Kurt didn't even really have to coach them either. Like, he could have just rolled the ball out and they was gonna beat any team, and they literally did that one time." God, we had to do something to motivate them. I mean, it's so funny to me. It's so funny. By the way, sidebar on like the Suns. When I was in San Francisco, I saw a little bit of winners work when I was there, and I almost tweeted about it because oh, winners work actually happens before games too. I saw like eight and getting his little workout on. I was like, oh, these guys. But I didn't. I didn't tweet or post any video. Winners work. Good thing I didn't since they got smacked that game. But um. 
so yeah so does it concern you at all that they need this fan to like motivate them because and here's the part that like raised my eyebrow a little bit it's when dre was talking about in the post game and he's like you know don't whatever don't bring the whatever out you know because he wasn't there earlier but he was there now Mm -hmm. like but why weren't you there earlier you were just last night talking about players needing to you know play with some sense of urgency and then you're basically telling us in the first half you still didn't have it why didn't you have it (laughs) yeah um i'm not i'm not too concerned by it I think just because of the the nature of what's been going on um, and on the second night of a back-to-back, you know, Dre's probably just like, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a certain amount of effort, but it's not like my all out effort. It's not my, I'm going to shut this guy up type of effort. Um, and I think that's, that's normal. You know, you would, you would like for him to just go out there and just immediately like, all right, we're going to blow the wizards out from the jump. But sometimes it just doesn't happen like that, and and I don't think that the the entire team is kind of taking on that type of feel, because um, as we can see, Jordan and Steph from the jump are just like, you know, we're cooking tonight. So, and by uh, the way, I'm okay with him being tired and not being able to give his full effort, but it was just the way his framing of that was a little right. Funny yeah, to me. it definitely sounded like he was just like, yeah, I ain't really care about this game, and so that dude started talking to me. Um, <laughs> maybe he didn't mean it that way, but that's definitely the way it came off. And, uh, yeah, I guess just some days you just need that extra push sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he did say he was like, yeah, he, he brought me, he brought me here. Cause like mentally I wasn't here. So right. I don't know. He might, he potentially could be dealing with something personal or just, just wasn't really into it. Maybe he's thinking about, uh, you know, the white house visit or something else. I don't know. But yeah, it, just, it ended up working out. So I'll take it. <laughs> I'll tell you what we should be mindful of. And I didn't check this to confirm it, but apparently Dre is two texts away from whatever the threshold is. Is that accurate? I think so. Yeah. I think they mentioned it, the Chicago game, because he got it. I want to say he got a tech last game. So what are the chances? I mean, there's no chance he doesn't finish the rest of the season without getting two more texts. Right. Zero chance. No, zero chance. But what does that mean in terms of so if he gets the suspension, then what? Does it like restart a whole new do we know what the rules are? That's a good Once question. He hits, like he gets suspended and then what? That is a good question. I have to I have to look that up. So we have to find out and we'll get back to you guys on that. And if you know, tweet at us so we can talk about it on the next show. But like because I don't know if it's like one of those things like it restarts or now after every so many, whatever, like that's annoying because there's actually like just under half the season left. Right. It's a lot right. of games to be played. I mean, is this the most text that he's gotten? Like, yeah, it's never fast? been this early. It's usually later in the season. Oh. And Jordan has racked him up too. He's not like as close to Draymond, but he has quite a bit himself. Yeah, he talks to the refs a lot. Um, and you really see it when you go to the game and like you you're up close. Like pretty much every every time a call is made against him, he's talking to the ref about something. He never thinks he makes a bad play. Yeah, I just think that's something because I just feel like that suspension gonna come to bite us at like the worst time. Yeah, hopefully not, but yeah. It's it's looking like it's heading in that direction. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, he has two left for the entire season. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he it's usually like the last few games of the season when he's down to this number. This is crazy. Yep. So, all right. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. The vibes are immaculate. They're 10 plus. Justin's a superstar media member, you know? Yeah, right. We here now. So thank you for tuning in with us. We'll be back. We'll be back not after Boston. We'll be back after Cleveland. So we get a few days off. The team gets a few days off. 
So enjoy your time. Go catch up on some past episodes. Things we say are still relevant, even though the games have passed. So if you're behind, go catch up. We appreciate the support. Um, we love y'all. Comment, rate, review. I appreciate everyone who takes the time to send us messages and emails and also on Twitter. You can also copy and paste those same messages. You don't got to rewrite anything else and just leave a review. Apple lets you leave a review if you're listening on Apple. And like I said, you can at least at a minimum rate the show, give it five stars on either Apple or Spotify. So we appreciate it. It helps us out. Make sure you're downloading, subscribing, sharing with your people and following us on Twitter and Instagram at Golden Spaces Pod. So it's going to be a few days. Um, We'll probably do some mailbag questions as well for the next episode. But until next time, take care.